Let's go. All right, this show is called God is Dead. My name's Gamble Walker. I'm Bryce Mills. And the premise of this show is quite simple. Everything that we talk about, we think prove that God has died. We think it's all proof, right? We found three in this episode. Will they prove God's dead or will they prove God's alive? We'll have to find out along the way, Cam. Now, this show isn't sponsored, but if you'd like to like to sponsor us, obviously you can. But I'm about to mention a brand. Now, this brand doesn't sponsor us, so we're allowed to go as crazy as we want. Excellent. Hershey's Chocolate Bars. Been saying that. We would go wild if a brand sponsored us, but they were deserving of roasting. Oh, yeah, man. Like, That's if you part wanna, of the deal. If you want to give us money... <laughs> Oh, that would be crazy. Anyway, we're going to be talking about Hershey's Chocolate Bars, who've, who've done something for what I would call a millennial and Gen Z audience. Love it. That's me. <laughs> it's not Cam. No, I'm, I'm a baby boomer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm actually Depression Era. And, um... <laughs> I don't know why that sounds so weird to say out loud. Have you been to a wedding recently, Cam? Yeah, yeah. I'm 28. I go to a wedding every week. That's there, the deal. Was there a theme? No, but I wish there was. Oh, man. Well, we're going to get into a themed wedding like never before. Wow. I'm very, very curious. And then you've told me about something called the Smash or Pass Challenge. <laughs> and I, I don't even want to know, man. Dude, what are you going to? If you don't want to know, leave the room because that's what we're talking about in case number three. By the way, everything we talk about, if you're looking for a visual, it's on our Instagram. God is dead, not clickbait. And we both post some pretty wild, godless stuff. Cam, where can they find you? They can find me as Truthless69. And I'm Bryce V. Mills. On the grams, on the everything. we got to get into this, though. It's why we're here. It's our job. Boom goes the dynamite. The dynamite's going to go boom. God is dead. Case one. Millennial chocolate. I'll say this on record. Hershey's chocolate tastes like vomit. Oh, my God. Okay, thank you. I'm so happy you said that because here... Okay, you know how certain things are bad and then they have bad fans and the fans make the bad thing even worse? Right. Hershey's kisses in Australia. I think people who go nuts for American candy in Australia... If you go nuts for candy, you're a weirdo. You're addicted to sugar and you're a weirdo. If you go nuts for... I like chocolate. Yeah, no, you're a weirdo. I I actually probably eat too much sugar. I'm sticking to my guns. You're a weirdo. All right, so... (laughs) I'm I'm just trying to make you feel really bad. (laughs) He's he's trying to give me this this look. All right, um, but I think... Okay, it's the same thing. (laughs) Jesus, stop that look, dude. I hate it. I hate it. All right, now I'm coming off as a a bit of a negative Nancy. But did you ever ever have that that kid in school? And we've talked about this before. The Australian who's watched too many sitcoms and talks in an American accent. bro! and, And says things like... Kiss my butt. Yeah. Oh, dumb, dumb. So, well, that's how I feel. That's how I feel about Hershey's fans in Australia. I'm like, you've you've clearly just neglected your own culture and just gone bananas for some like raised by American sitcoms. Yeah, and it's always like, you know, I've said this to Americans I lived with that Hershey's tastes bad, and they're like, no, it does. No, it doesn't. No, it does. And no, they're my good friends, but like, come on, it does. You try Australian chocolate. Try British chocolate. All chocolate's bad. I'll go on the record. What the hell? Unless it doesn't oh, you're have not, milk. You're, you're not allowed to have it. Yeah, carrot, not allowed. Carrot. Not allowed. My <laughs> mum won't let me. My mum my mom listens to this podcast. I actually love the idea of, of <laughs> A, I'm not allowed. Also, B, I'll get in trouble. If I have, <laughs> like, what is trouble? And like, am I going to get in trouble for this? It's yeah, a- we're going to get in trouble. No. Yeah, I think chocolate with milk in general. Not a fan. Anyway, you have you have some my my dramatic opinions aside. Yeah, I think this chocolate could make you not be vegan anymore. Wow. It's so appealing. Let's friggin' dive right in. The Hershey's Milk Chocolate Emoji Bar is dropping very soon. It's dropping American summertime, so we're in the middle of American summer. Hershey's redesigns its chocolate bar for the first time in over 100 years to include 
emojis. Wow, over 100 years. The beloved candy will no longer just have the brand's name stamped on every bar. Instead, you'll find a unique emoji engraved into each square. But you want to know what's great about it? Oh my God, the comments. (laughs) I bet the comments are like in that not my president, not my Hershey's kind of vein. (laughs) Now, what's great about it? Well, there's a reason for it, right? So the way they've announced it, they go, you heart emoji emojis. Now you can tongue out emoji them. Like a face with a tongue out. Yeah, no, make sense. yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what? What? They taste like really delicious chocolate. Now that's a lie. The new Hershey's chocolate emoji bar coming this summer. Mm. But here's the thing. <laughs> They've done this, Cam, because they think it's going to bring parents and their kids together. Oh, It'll give yes. them something to talk about. I love that it wasn't just like, I take a photo of your emoji, this is how I'm feeling, chocolate mood, you know, like share a Coke with. I love that this is like... Got it. Got an aim. It has to have some moral. Oh, my God. Marketing and pranks. I swear to God, they just need a moral backbone, don't they? So, it says, Hershey... (laughs) Well, Cam, it's true. Hershey's enlisted the help of both children and adults to select the 25 emojis that will be seen on the chocolate. Okay. All right. I mean, of course, you're not going to do, like, the most obscure emojis, Yeah, I'd like the lipstick and maybe the triangle with a circle in it. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, thanks. Those are the emojis, Hershey's. The number one with like a square around it. (laughs) I'd like SOS. Um, And and the big ship, the cargo ship. In today's text-savvy world, many conversations start and end with an emoji. Oh my God, have you... Sorry, keep going. I'll I'll, I'll complain about this later. We work directly with people using emojis the most, parents and kids, to determine which ones made our iconic chocolate bars. And then... It turns out both generations favoured the same 25 emojis, and they say... (laughs) The popular ones. There you go. Our classic Hershey's bars were made to be shared with others, she said. By adding an emoji designed to each pip of chocolate, we hope that parents and kids are inspired to share a chocolate emoji and make a connection with someone new. How often do emojis update? Uh, I would say, what, every, like, six months? Yeah. Possibly? uh, Yeah, and... I don't know what the turnaround time is for printing on chocolate, but surely there'll be ones that just date themselves way quicker, right? Well, some of the ones that are on here, Cam, you've got the blowing a heart kiss, you've got the tongue out, you've got the thumbs up, you've got the like happy face, crying, laughing, hands out. Like, um, Have they got the crying face? Is there a sad chocolate emoji? No, all, none of them sad. They've got the, like, the Star Trek hand, they've got the Snapchat ghost, they've got a kiss, they've got the love heart eyes, and mo- mainly the yellow faces. Weird, 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 weird. It's so off to hear the start of that. It's it's like marketing speak. We live in a tech-savvy world. I'm like, who are you trying to convince? I'm reading this through a frigging laptop. <laughs> like, relax, guys. Have you ever read the Wikipedia article about humans? No, it, it oh reads God. It reads like it's written from a non-human point of view. Right. It's like, the homo sapien, the human did this, the human did this. It's like, guys, we, we don't have to trick each other. Like, we're... We know a human wrote this. Also, you don't need to trick someone into talking to you with a chocolate bar. Is it, a chocolate bar is not a conversation starter, bro. Like, I don't know. Kit Kat, have a break. Man, it's something that some pickup artists would be like, guys, this new thing just dropped and we are going to be able to use it so much. Hey, girls, I'm going to give them the hard eyes. You want a chocolate? And then they come over, right? And then I'm like, here's the hard eyes. Mm. And then they're like, whoa. Anyway, guys, you can, you, dropped. You, you can buy my pickup artist ebook online. Link in bio, guys. Come mm. get it. Let's go. So you can tell they went so hard on, you know, the PR. It was the same when we did Oh, and, and they have dropped, by the way, when we did a case on Xbox, Xbox Cologne. Cologne. Everyone was writing about it and no one was roasting it. <laughs> on this front page, you've got, you know, 
Delish.com, Today.com, Nerdist, um, The Takeout. You've got Pop Sugar, right? And then they're all written like Hershey's are just Hershey's just launched an emoji chocolate bar and oh my God, shut up and take my money. Totally. And it's all the same oh. first line. It's like, after 125 years, the iconic brand are finally changing the look of their thing. Oh, I hate when people have to drop that they're iconic. It's like, you are iconic. Just relax. Just relax. Just- just relax. Who is getting... I mean, this is literally a press release, this article I've got in front of me. <laughs> it's straight it up a copy-paste. Like, copy it has, like, the sizes and prices of each size. <laughs> That's, like, there may as well be just website information. For sure. It got the nutritional value takes up, like, a half of the whole article. <laughs> I mean, maybe babies would like this, like, primary school kids. But, like... And what, the parents are going to be like, well, I've tried talking to you. But I'll just have to give you this emoji thing. like Yeah, yeah. What's the intended response? That me and my parent are about to eat a chocolate and then we notice on the chocolate We can talk bar, about the emojis on it. And my dad's like, because my dad's around in this, in this scenario, and he's like, what's that? And I'm like, that's an emoji, dad. And he's like, what's an emoji, son? And I'm like, well, it's, it's like this face that you, you text to your friends. But the thing is, we all know who love emojis. It's 30 to 45-year-olds. Love it even more than kids. Yeah. So that's why it's perfect, I suppose. <laughs> They've done their research. Haven't they just? Final judgment. At this point in the show, we take the case we've just gone through. We ask, does this prove that God is dead or alive? Cam, if you could give me your response in emoji form. Oh, that looks like a uh, I want to die emoji. <laughs> I did like a cool tongue out thing. Yeah, it was crazy. All right, so what does this prove if not... Before we get to saying whether God is dead or alive, it is just an odd hallmark of how much this world is desperately changing and how some things in it are changing faster than others. I've said it before on this show where I'm like, I do strongly believe, and I think this is part of the premise of the show, that the internet will go down as one of the biggest events historically that have ever that's ever happened to humans in the same way in more recent history i guess like the printing press and stuff like that Mm. so when you've got a massive change like that of course there's going to be some weird little slip-ups and of course not everyone's going to be able to get on the same boat at the same time and everyone's kind of going to go a little bit later yeah and yeah we've seen like a lot of gigantic companies fall we've seen a lot of media companies fall and something like chocolate i mean chocolate Obviously, like, fast food sales globally are down. I don't know about chocolate. Mm. And the reason is because people are coming becoming more and more wise to nutrition and things like that. But with something like this, is this really the way to sell chocolate bars? Is this it? Is it, like... I, I, you'd be surprised, I reckon, dude. I, I, I think it actually is. You think about why cereal has superheroes and stuff on it. Yeah. It's probably yeah, in yeah. that kind of ballpark. Kids being like, oh my God, there's an emoji on it, mom, 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 Well, I guess, I guess like if you're somebody who is already going to buy chocolate and you were staring at chocolate with and chocolate without an emoji, you'd obviously go for the emoji chocolate. <laughs> like you would, right? Well, it's, and, and don't forget, Cam, you'd have to first get past the shell shock of this iconic brand after 125 <laughs> years changing their iconic logo. And don't forget afterwards that you and your dad are going to connect over over emojis. <laughs> yeah, of course. So I guess just text him, bro. Just, just friggin' text him. Text no. him whatever emoji out of the 150 you want. All right, so from a marketing point of view, I'm like, yeah, now this is like share a Coke. This is like V putting letters on the on the cans. This is like Coke changing the Coke color cans for you know, people to Snapchat and stuff like that. So I get it. Can't roast it too much. I think, yeah, creative. It works. You do you. What I don't like 
is the fact that this is meant to be like somehow bring me closer together. Yeah. Like, why do marketers think that their product has to facilitate human connection? They treat us like absolute idiots. Yeah, we're know? like these stupid idiots, and they're just like these puppet masters who are like, oh my god, what if you guys just put down your phones and connected? And what if we got some money because of that? Like, can you imagine the ad for this? It'd be so emotional. Oh, like, it's going to be so dun, cheesy. Dun, 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 pianos yeah. playing. And it'll have like the little texts come up like, whoop. Yeah, it's like, whoop. oh, it's like kid comes home from school staring at his phone through the door and it's like him like, whoop, whoop, to his friends and the mum kind of looks at him and, and he's like, just like, how was your, how was your day? No response. <gasps> and then, you know, he's at the dinner table still on his phone. There's like <laughs> nighttime now. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> imagine like, or, I mean, realistically, he's watching porn or something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is hear, totally like, different sound. his headphones like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like mad, mad porn sounds. The parents yeah. are like, damn, how can we cut through? And then, um, <laughs> then they know, break off a little chocolate piece and goes and then the kid, the kid looks up the kid immediately. looks up just like a little glance it's the first time that the blue light hasn't been shining directly on his eyes yep and then of course the phone goes down headphones come off porn's still playing though <laughs> porn's playing in the background so it's like only like it's like in that tinny kind of headphones tinny headphone. yeah going through his airpods like I feel like he's a rich kid yeah <laughs> stepbrother porn yeah <laughs> like, as well like, just like some white shit fuck me stepbrother <laughs> You know, and that's still playing, of course. Of course, of course. And then it's, you know, there's like, wow, we can actually have dinner and connect about emojis. And then they just eat a freaking chocolate bar for dinner. Oh, my God. That's the ad for Hershey's. It is like Hershey's. Hershey's, just like phones, connecting people. Oh, no. Get out. Get out with your marketing. Okay. Like, from just the point of view that we have humans on this earth and they've built systems that just, just so deeply patronize the rest of us i mean that that is no sign of god and if there is prove me wrong Mm, i agree god's dead (laughs) god is dead case two my themed wedding (laughs) weddings are a funny thing right yeah you know you've probably you've been to plenty recently i i'm not at the age yet where i'm going to heaps but i think i'm just at the at the start of that age or at least at the metropolitan version of that age so you'd be going to weddings where you don't know anyone because oh. I've only been to like family ones, I would say. I, I have no friends that I've been. Oh to yeah, yeah. The the friend weddings. I mean, they're fun. They're way more fun as a as a grown up, right? Than when you're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but the one thing that can make them even more fun is a theme. Oh well, of course. I mean, we have those TV shows where it's like, um, you know, themed wedding extravaganzas. And there are some pretty weird themes that that seem to pop up on the internet. Now, the most famous that I would say of all these themes was, you might remember, it was about four years ago, four or five years ago, Shrek-themed weddings started popping up in abundance. And uh, (laughs) it's quite funny. So what would happen is the, the groom would dress up as Shrek, the bride would dress up as Fiona, and it was customary that the best man dressed up as donkey i didn't know that yeah it's pretty good on all fours (laughs) i don't know but yeah it's a certain type of person that gets a shrek wedding isn't it man man and like weddings can make people go wild i mean do the guests have to dress too because i know there's there's screenshots floating around of like people being like if you're gonna come to my wedding you need to dye your hair and stuff like to fit with the color theme i guess like you'd have a bridezilla cross someone who's a super fan which is super odd and i mean like there's some normal ish pop culture type weddings you've got a harry potter and the little mermaid type weddings Mm. 
you got a Twitter themed wedding. There was a bacon themed wedding, which Twitter I know you love. Themed? Yeah, there's a Walking Dead themed wedding out there. Lord was of the it, Rings themed. Was the Twitter themed one just the entire like Sydney Morning Herald? <laughs> it's just a bunch of people just arguing, hating each other. <laughs> there was a, a Toy Story themed wedding, which was actually kind of sweet. Great puppy themed wedding, which I don't think that's cringy at all. I love puppies. Wait, so you dress up as a puppy? No, no, no. There's just puppies everywhere. Okay. Someone. See, just... you know what? That could be nice, but the problem is, is when you try to make it like a flex. Okay. The wedding's not about the wedding. It's about how many posts can we do about, we love puppies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. So true. Or when it, when it's just kind of like a little bit like a minion themed wedding. <laughs> now we've <laughs> talked a lot about minions last week or the week before what it was, but there is there was a wedding out there where <laughs> there's some really good photos of it where... You have the bride and groom and all the all the bridesmaids are in bright yellow. The groom's got his blue on. And guess who the priest was? A minion. Uh, oh, man. Imagine being married by a minion on your special day. Now, well, if, you, if it's your passion, if, it's, if you love it, like in, if it's timelessly you're going to be loved by you, then exactly. no shade. But Cam, I suppose with those, I guess it isn't as wild. Like it's not a wild concept to hear that someone has um, had like a, a, a pop culture theme wedding. But do you think politics is included in pop culture? I would say politics is its own kettle of fish. Yeah, because I saw a a tweet. Yeah. And we've talked about all those kind of weddings, you know, and, and this one was a Make America Great Again themed wedding. Marga wedding. How about that? What does it look like? What, what does it look like to have a Marga wedding? For our listeners, by the way, just who don't know. Make America Great Again. I assume most people do, but that's Donald Trump's slogan. Before we dive into this, this isn't about... Like, if this was a Make Bernie President wedding, this would also be... Still be creepy. Yeah, so th- weird. It's not a political podcast, but, man, involving politics at your wedding is a freaking weird move. Making it about another man. Yeah, literally, literally. Like, what kind of, like, cuck move is that? Sorry. Visually. <laughs> just dropping the cuck word. You've got the guys wearing um, grey slacks. They've got red, bright red vests with red ties, white rolled up shirts. And everyone is wearing a red Make America Great Again hat. The um, bridesmaids wearing blue dresses with the hats. <laughs> the bridesmaids have a cap on. That's great. The guy is some kind of marine. I think it's a marine uniform. And the, the bride, well, we'll see this. Let's have a listen to how they talked about this. All the uh, wedding party had the Make America Great Again hats. Not the typical uniform for bridesmaids and groomsmen, but Jeff and Audra Johnson's pride in the president isn't something they want overlooked, even on their wedding day. It looked like America threw up all over my wedding. <laughs> she, her dress says in like a tr- Trump font. Holy hell! Make America great again. Down it. It's like like the- from her shoulder vertically down to her toes. It just says in massive red font over the bride's dress. Make America Great Again. In the font and like with the stars, how you know how he has those signs that they hold up in the rallies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Oh, right. this is great. And I'm not sorry. <laughs> Audra Johnson says as a little girl, she never thought about what her wedding would be like. And as an adult... She's got American flag nails, just by the way. And it says 2020. Keep America great. Apologies. I don't know if they... Wow. I think this is post-wedding, though. So it's campaigning. She was never particularly political. That is, until Donald Trump came on the scene. When he came out and said, you know, it's okay to love your country. It's okay to put the people in your country first. It's okay to maybe not be politically correct. So they use their wedding to celebrate their love for one another and President Trump. I really feel like because we are such a mixed 
family, you know, he's African-American, I'm Filipino. Um, I thought it was really important to show people that the stereotype doesn't, you know, that the whole Trump supporters are racist, stuff like that. Um, we both thought it was really important to show that that's wrong. Odd that, I guess it's, it's like your wedding is a platform that a lot of people see if you do things non-traditionally because of the internet. And if you want to use that platform to, to, to say something... I guess I understand that. Now, a MAGA-themed wedding is sort of on the fence with certain people. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. But there are I some... I think people can acknowledge it's strange It's super to do, creepy. Though. It's super creepy. Like, it's, no one's ever done that for any other conservative or liberal president. <laughs> a Paul Keating-themed wedding <laughs> over here in Australia. No, I mean... That, Medicare-themed be... <laughs> wedding. But but there are some things that I, I think nobody would be on the fence about. A couple of years back, there was a Native American-themed wedding when everybody had to wear the headdress. Which, uh, and of course, every, everyone was all white okay. for it. Um, there was in South Africa... Basically I, just Coachella themes. Yeah, it was like. literally like Coachella 2010 themed. Now, in South Africa, there was a colonial themed wedding in 2011. And it was an all white wedding guest thing. Ah. Uh, the, all the wedding guests were white and they hired specifically black waiters. Mm. Which is kind of just messed up, um, cool. and they they kept it all like themed like a plantation. But none of them, none of them, come close to a Nazi themed wedding. Yep, that's usually yeah. Usually that word tends to knock the others out of the way in a, in a <laughs> sentence, doesn't it? So in 2011 in China there was a Nazi themed wedding. China, yeah, in China, right? And yeah, <laughs> well, that's exactly what it was. So do you want to have a quick look at some of these bridal photos? How do you feel when you see this? So the bride looks like a bride, but the the groom is literally like in an a, SS a, uniform, a Nazi SS with the swastika on it. Oh God! Well, here's the best part. So in the original blog post, when when the couple wrote about it, it said, "This is the title of the blog post: My SS military uniform and bridal veil. Everybody be nice now. Super cute emoji." How messed up is that? Everybody be nice now. You can't just ask that when you have a Nazi-themed wedding. But no. They, but heck, they did. Final judgment. From Shrek-themed weddings to MAGA to the Nazi Union. Does it prove to you that God's dead? I think this is a multiple case case. We do need to split it up, don't we? I think, let's just blanketly say the Nazi-themed wedding is Fucked up. Yeah, the Nazi, the colonial themed wedding, all, all of the all racial profi- are, profiling ones. There's no place for, for yeah. Those God's things. obviously dead there. When it comes to the Shrek to the Minion, God, even like you know, I even anything like super weird, like a I don't know, furry, like a furry, <laughs> furry wedding or whatever. Like, look, if I'm a guest, I'm probably not gonna dress up, but I, I'm happy for you guys to. Do something that you think's fun. And if you don't take weddings super seriously, you might just be like, let's have a big party. Yeah. And I, we love Harry Potter. So we're just going to make everything Harry Potter themed and we'll dress up. And maybe that's this idea that you can't be pushing your ideas of what a wedding should be on other people because it's not that serious. I agree. I, I don't personally subscribe to the ideology that a wedding should be something super sacred. I think it should just be a celebration of two people and who they are. And if those two people adore Shrek... Then and, if, and if they want to take it seriously, then I'm by all means happy to also play oh yeah, it seriously I'll, I'll too. I'll do the traditional stuff as well. You know, it's just like, I would say I'm not like... Are you guys making fun of this? How dare you? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You triggered. Know, yeah. It's just whatever. So um, then we look at, you know... The middle. Marga stuff. Um 
I, yeah, well, there's, there's, it seems like they were doing it to go viral. Mm, they're using the wedding as a platform, which I guess is... So, on one hand, we're saying wedding shouldn't be like, if you want to use it to have fun, then cool. If this is their idea of having fun, I suppose we've just said that that's fine. But if you're using it, which in the interview, if you watch the video interview afterwards, she's wearing a Trump 2020 hat. Yeah. And why would she wear that to the interview if she didn't have the agenda of getting Trump in again? It doesn't feel like a celebration as much as a political agenda. Mm. I suppose the problem with that is suddenly when you're, you're this is disguised, a wedding disguised as a political like oh, moment. Around. Uh, Sorry, a political movement disguised as a wedding, like a, a political push. Yeah. You've got guests there that maybe have been really impacted by Trump's policies, for example. And we could put it into Australia. If you're wanting to have a Tony Abbott-themed wedding... <laughs> and Imagine you, that. And you've got... Like, the wedding cake has the ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you've got a Tony Abbott-themed wedding. And let's say it was you who wanted it, and I'm like, I, if I didn't personally support Tony Abbott, which happy to go on record and say I don't, and I, I rock up because I support Bryce, all of a sudden I've got a conflict. And let's say there's... You're in the background of a photo. I do an Instagram photo. story, at Struthless, thanks for coming, bro. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm a Tony Abbott supporter. Exactly. And that just might be something you're not... Even if you don't have any strong feelings on Tony Abbott yourself, it's just suddenly you're being part of a big political push, which... You didn't ask to be a part of. It's kind of a little... It's a wolf in sheep's clothing, isn't it? And the whole reason that this is happening is because of this whole thing of chasing virality and chasing whatever. So, it's just like this idea that politics is a footy game. Like, I support my team no matter what. And it feels like this is something you would do for your footy team. Yeah, it really does. You'd have an NRL Cowboys themed wedding. It is super fandom. Except it's it's just for a single dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So... (laughs) <laughs> there's some there's some miscommunication between God and humanity. I feel like absolutely, if there was a God, we wouldn't be, you know. Well, I guess it, even, like, even just from like the God themed wedding, which is every other wedding or every other Christian wedding, from from that to the Marga themed wedding, I feel like that is the first abstraction of human being of of humans outgrowing religion. Imagine if you had a wedding dedicated to one celebrity, like who would you, who would you pick? Well, no one. <laughs> no, if, but if you had to. I wouldn't make it themed. Like, I don't even know how you would have a one celebrity themed wedding. Cause... You'd pick a little pump. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would be the headline, this generation is ruined. <laughs> um, but like, you know, it, at the end of the day, Donald Trump, Bill Shorten, whoever, are just dudes. Like, yeah, they're just, just people. They're just people. So you're making this it's a much bigger deal. <laughs> Exactly. Is it well? That that's what it is. Is the glorification of like the of, of a single human as and put on as a god. We'll and, follow you to the end of the earth, right? And can you imagine like the priest reading it out and being like, "By the power invested me by Donald Trump, yeah, I now pronounce you man it's, it's, and wife." It's not even a Republican themed wedding. It's a Donald Trump themed wedding. Yeah, it's 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 his slogan. Well, for me, I don't know. I reckon I reckon nailed it, man. God's dead. God is dead. Case three. Smash or pass challenge. <laughs> what is a sma- what is a smash or pass challenge? The smash or pass challenge is a pretty common, or at least was common, challenge on YouTube. Cam, do you know what smashing is? Yeah. For the listeners that don't, may you explain what smashing is? Smashing is you and someone else getting it on. 
You want to smash. You want to smash. Oh, interesting. KSI has a deleted smash or pass video that's been re-uploaded. <laughs> but often you'll get YouTube celebrities doing the smash or pass challenge. Is it where they look at pictures of other celebrities and say smash or pass? Yeah, oh, whether it be other... This golly. one. This one's called From Phase Adapt. It's smash or pass challenge, female YouTubers. I've seen <laughs> girls do it for guy YouTubers. I've seen girls do it for rappers. I've seen guys do it for celebrities. Basically, yeah, it's pretty. All these have quite big amount of views. Would you smash or would you pass? Is it usually the same cast of people that people are asking? Is it like Logan Paul? Well, in these thumbnails, it seems to be you know a lot of YouTubers. A lot of YouTubers. I've, the one I saw was for rappers. Um, you know, this one. You know, you've got Jake Paul, Bryson Tiller. You've got PewDiePie, Smash or Pass, KSI doing it with our uh, women YouTubers. Um, Subscriber edition? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I was hoping I'd see someone like that. Smash or pass YouTubers edition. You've got people saying smash or pass on Kylie Jenner. You know, it's often like Kylie Jenner, like 21 Savage, Kim so, Kardashian. So it's kind of like Tinder, right? So yeah, it's like they're swiping much. left or right, only they're filming it for content. Got Blue, it. Blueface, Rap Gunner, would you smash or pass? I, I'm not here to comment on the smash or pass challenge as a whole. Because here's the thing, Cam. Mm-hmm. I think we can agree the Smash or Pass challenge does objectify the subjects of it. Oh, I mean, that that's the whole premise of the challenge, yeah. Would I fuck this person, like... <laughs> or would I pass? Would right. I throw them one? It's like charity fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they were lucky enough to get this dick, like, <laughs> you know, that's what they're kind of saying. That's basically it, yeah. Because um, I, I think, here's the thing. I reckon, yes, it is objectifying people. But you look at the views, right? People want to know who... Logan Paul, for example, would smash. That and makes who sense. He would pass. That makes sense. Which YouTubers? It's gossip, right? More than anything. If Cam, if you did one, I bet it's truthless smash or pass. Oh my god! Could you People imagine would how be curious poorly that would go down? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> just a whole chunk my of your pub- my public and private life. Personal life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your girlfriend's the one like flicking the fiance. Yeah. <laughs> she's the one generating the new. All right, Cam, here's your next one. Here's your next one. And I'm crying like, like I'm just saying pass and just holding her hand and crying. <laughs> like <laughs> I swear I wouldn't pass. Pass. I don't want to say this. <laughs> oh my god! So exactly, you understand? Yeah. It would be gross. That, oh, that'd be so messed that up. Scenario, dude. Oh my god! Or you're like way too enthusiastic about it. Like you're doing it a couple's challenge, and it's like when the guy one comes up, she's like, "Yeah, no," and you, and then the girl comes up, you're like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> do it!" Oh yeah, <laughs> they should make that video, dude. Um, I'm way too frigid for it, that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the handhold or pass challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway, anyway. So obviously, you'd never do that, Cam. I can see the pain in your eyes even thinking about that. I agree. It's it's tough. <laughs> but I yes, like I say, I think that there is a general curiosity about who celebrities, what other celebrities they would want to smash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I'm definitely curious about that. I think this is where the problem comes up, though. Where, where, where you get this, okay? So, sh- <laughs> shout out to listener James Dixon who sent this through to our God is Dead, not clickbait Instagram from a YouTuber, right? On Instagram, Lazarus King, music producer, songwriter, director of Anthem Nation, DJ, founder of Anthem Records, South African influencer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Sounding good, right? All right. So what has Lazarus King gone and done? He's got a little snippet here on his Instagram. It says, The Smash or Pass Challenge. Full video out now on YouTube. Search for my name and click on the channel. Have a good one. Grin emoji. Hashtag comedy. Hashtag comedy show. Hashtag comedian. Hashtag IG comedy. Hashtag got it, comedy got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yep. So with the Smash or Pass Challenge, by the way, they hold up a piece of paper often that will, or, you know, a bit of cardboard. They've They've given it some kind of, like, production value where it's like... Smash or pass. And here we go, Lazarus King with his gaming headset on. Nanosuckers. Now, now we're talking about beauty right here. Now, I'm, ooh, 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 I'm not even going to think twice about this one. I'm smashing. Oh, we have a celebrity up here. The very own actress from Suicide Squad, Wolf of Wall Street, and Tarzan, the new one, Margot Robbie. Okay, this is a definite. This is 100%, 100% smash. All right. I don't care. I don't, she's like one of the goddamn most beautiful women on the earth right now. Hell yeah, I would snap. I would, yeah, I would. Oh my god, why is this even on the list? Mia Khalifa. Okay, no, I... Okay, he's got a porn star, yeah. Mia Khalifa. All right, so he's gone from Margot Robbie to Mia Khalifa. Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi from the Bronx. I'm a smash. Okay, he smashes smash. Cardi B. I, I find her attractive. Ooh, oh, that booty though. I'm so good. Yeah, 100%. Oh, uh, wait, what? Ninja? Okay, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Why, why are there guys in this list, man? Selena Gomez. Okay, no, um, she looks like a kid. Like a little girl. Attractive. Inanna Sarkis. Okay, so terribly made video. He's speaking into a gaming headset. You can barely hear him. We'll give you what is it, an idea of what's going on. He's in his bedroom. He has a gaming headset on. Slicked back hair. Kind of got, um, you know, I would say a 16-year-old face. Yeah, yeah, a horny 16-year-old face. And, you know, he's the pictures pop up of the celebrities and he holds up what is like a scrunched bit of paper with pen on it. You can't even yeah. see it. The lighting's like webcam And they're lighting. not even controversially attractive. They're, they're, just gen- they're just attractive celebrities. It's Universally just, Yeah, like Margot Robbie, Selena Gomez, Cardi B. But then, of course, Ninja's in there. Ninja, the, the, the Twitch that was, streamer. that was his joke. No, that, like, that's his yo, little joke. Yo, a guy, yo. Yo, yo, guys. <laughs> no way. No way, pass. Um... But here's here's what I think's interesting about it, Cam. Right. Hear me. <laughs> you know, Logan Paul, I'll just keep using him as an example. If Logan Paul did the Smash or Pass challenge, there are millions of people that would be curious. You might even be. Would you say you're a little bit curious? Yeah. Yeah. You know, sure. I, I hate that I am, but I am. Yeah. But no one. No one cares, dude. No one cares. About this, who this 16-year-old would smash or pass. And that's the whole problem. It's an already, like, kind of a gross area. Yeah. But then at least there is that morbid curiosity when... Because, look, hopefully, you'd hope that Logan Paul does it in a way that's not too objectifying. Like, he's going, like, damn, Cardi B is booty. Like, yeah. Dude, none of those celebrities would ever fuck you. Yeah, you're, you are first on the pass list. Never. Never. At least Logan Paul, he has. When you're a celebrity, it, it, you, your um, you know, your your contact list, it, it gets bigger, and you go to parties, and there's more chance of you maybe sleeping with a celebrity. So it's kind of like a dog whistle, you know. It's like, hey, if we ever meet, I would smash this music producer, <laughs> songwriter, up. DJ from South Africa called Lazarus King. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. But no one cares. <laughs> It's so weird because, like, when you're a 16 year old, you do have a list of celebrities who you're like, yep, this is it. This and you is- have an ego problem. And you have a huge ego problem. Damn, if I could be bothered, I would smash Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, I'd throw her one. My God's sake. Christ. It doesn't have that same appeal and especially up the production value, son. Come on. Yeah. 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 Fine. <laughs>
judgment. The smash or pass challenge, no name edition. Yeah. Oh, look, that's mean. But you get what I mean, right? <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it prove God's dead or alive? I want to say alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. You didn't Son. see that coming. Curveball, here we come. I'm ready to fight. Let's go. All right. Bring it. Bring it the heck on. Okay. So here's what I think is good for humanity. Telepathy. Reading each other's minds. This is what is going to push us forward as, as, as humans. And I think when you see things like uh, relatable tweets of stuff that you just never knew other people suffered, you know, like, oh, we've all got that cupboard in our kitchen where all the Tupperware falls on your head. Every time I go to the Tupperware cupboard that falls on my head, I'm like, ha, at least I'm not alone, right? When you get people who just tweet whatever thought that they have in their head or when, when they, you know, Facebook, what's on your mind, and people literally give you what's on your mind, it's the closest that we've come in human history to actual telepathy. Now, with videos, obviously, people are just filming themselves doing random stuff. So, it's like, okay, there's a little bit less privacy, but a little bit less alienation. Now, I know that everyone else kind of takes, you know, 30 phone roll selfies and only posts one. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. So, now, I've got... No name edition smash or pass where I'm like, all right, I'm getting closer to reading the mind of a horny 16-year-old boy in South Africa. That is freaking amazing. As divided organisms <laughs> on this world, we're slowly becoming more and more unified through media like this. And yes, yes, we all had a list of celebrities when we were, when we were kids where we're just like, oh, yeah, she's so hot, bro. She's such a hottie. Only now, it's published. I think that's fantastic, man. God is alive because we're all coming together as one because we can all read each other's minds now. Let the record state, dear judge that's listened to this in a criminal court trial that's proceeding from this, that Cam just said it's awesome to be able to read the mind of a horny 16-year-old. And I didn't say it. I definitely said that. Cancel me, daddy. (laughs) Damn, I would smash that judge. (laughs) They they sentenced me to like freaking nine years in prison. I'm like, pass. It's not guilty or not guilty. It's smash or pass. Smash or pass for the judge. (laughs) And he's just like pulling up criminals. He's like, ooh, one of the the worst criminals in the world right now. Smash. Got to smash. Got to smash. Got to smash. You know I had to. You know I got to do it to him. <laughs> you smash uh, Up comes Gandhi. How did that get in there? How did Gandhi get in that? Pass, guys. Come on. Bro, come on. I wouldn't. Like... I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't smash. <laughs> I'm a good judge. Okay. I see where you're coming from. That That's actually cool. But I'm looking at this more from God needs to fix our brains. Because <laughs> when I, 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 I admit, you know, when I was a kid, <laughs> when I was a baby, you know, I was definitely Last thinking year. in my head. <laughs> Yeah, when I was in preschool last year and my grad photo, I was secretly thinking, damn, like, <laughs> which celebrities on my list would I realistically be able to pipe? <laughs> See, the word realistically came into your words, never came into never came into no. Lazarus King. <laughs> yeah, realistically, zero. Zero. Because we're just randoms, like, which is not to say that you have to be a celebrity to have sex with a celebrity, but like, yeah, this 16-year-old random, the, Cardi B's not going, hmm. Do I go with this super successful multimillionaire rapper? Do I go with this CEO of this huge company? This guy that's um super low key, but you know, lots of drive, really cares about it. Or this random like person that <laughs> that thinks that he deserves me. I, Who can't even use a camera. <laughs> yeah, or he has a gaming headset for his mic. Um, no offense, but look, I Mild offense. Yeah. You know, I agree with what you're saying. It is a really good point, but why is it that when we're 16, we truly think that making a smash or pass video with celebrities is normal <laughs> and that no one is going to look at that and go, 
Isn't this a little strange that he thinks? No, actually, yeah, he could. He, I could totally imagine him getting getting it with uh, Margot Robbie. Well, because that's the next thing that happens in your brain when when there's a him well, and, and a picture of Margot Robbie. I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to imagine it. Doesn't doesn't quite work. Do it. Maybe it's proof God's alive because you know God has tests for us, and we eventually come out the other side on the light. We're like, we realize one day, yeah, okay. I think it comes down to a parasocial relationship, which is a relationship that people have with you through fame. So yeah, yeah, in yeah, your yeah. head, Drake exists and Drake and Cardi B and all these people exist and they're they're so firmly put in your brain. But in Drake and Cardi B's head, you don't exist. You don't exist at all. No. No. And so when that happens, it just becomes like, you know, if you're in high school and you're thinking smash or pass about your friggin' peers, obviously you're going to think about it, about Drake and Cardi B. Yeah, look, I, I will admit you make a good point about how this does show a bit of a, a telepathic side to humanity but i mean i love it more secrets out the better and boom goes the dynamite there you have it episode 30 little little overconfident you reckon calling that episode dynamite man yeah man that's what i'm calling it you're all confident. right we got some, yeah you bra 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 smash all right so i'd smash that pod <laughs> i'd smash that pod so uh we got a review competition at the moment it's true we got your uh clickbait reviews coming in so we're going on our instagram oh sorry um we're going on the itunes god is dead not clickbait no it's called god is dead not clickbait is the instagram god is dead right you go on there you leave a five stars you drop a comment with it and you make it the most insane clickbait and the best one as judged by you and me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I suppose there's We no want to see, like, the most insane clickbait. And there's a few coming through. Thank you for doing that. Um, and remember, the winner gets a Struthless bum bag valued at... Uh, $49. There Had to go. remember it. Had to remember it. It was 69 for a while, and then we dropped the price when we got them manufactured. And nice. stopped hand making them. So if you want to win that, it's the best one gets it. Um, we'll shout out a few reviews that we've had from before the comp, though. We've got one here that says, Divine Prophets, switching seamlessly from scathing assessment to delicate moral pondering. These two redefine the moral compass. That is a huge, huge compliment. Uh, case by horrifying case, they bring you to the very precipice of doom and descent into chaos before taking your hand and reminding you that God may be dead, but humanity lives on. Listen for a truly spicy commute. That is Man, kind. That's really kind. That's, that's that's really really kind. And they all mean a lot. Those really heartfelt ones. It means a lot. So thank you for getting in touch and thanks for um, thanks for dropping the five stars. It's helping. We did drop into the what's hot on the philosophy section. Did we? Did we? For a little bit. Frick these aren't achievements. Like <laughs> yeah, they're just nothing, aren't they? But what if enough people get behind it? You know, we want to get. We were trying to build the crew to do live shows, and we're looking at the numbers. We probably need. You know, we need some more people in the community to get it really popping because we're not trying to muck around and just do a like 20 person you know little like hello we want to do like an actual yeah full-on thing make it like a real make it a big time. big theater for show. sure That's yeah the plan. so um if you can tell some friends it means a lot if you've never left a review this is the week to see how it feels yeah. and you remember if you do it you get the mum bag too so um yeah also your friends might think you're a bit odd but you know here we are we're out here exactly there was also a great review from goey's G-H-O-I-S-S Gua Gua So thanks boys Love heart me, befi- me before finding this podcast I'm lost Me after finding this podcast I'm, I'm found Now that is going to be stuck in your head <laughs> For the rest of the day Anyway You don't you don't need to listen to this On your on your commute This is this is far from a spicy commute So we're going to We're going to get out of here Thanks for listening Catch you very soon Love you Love you That was cool Case closed.